What's going on, Patreon? What's oh. going on? <laughs> Jesus, Seth. Oh. It was way too high. <laughs> That's not good. When it goes full bars like that, it's bad. Yeah. How high are you? Because, I mean, you didn't not, say a lot in that last episode. Oh, I didn't say a lot in that last episode. Not because I was under the influence of any substances, just but... Because you hate yourself. I wanted to let you guys handle it. <laughs> and, that's, and you did a great job. And I was oh there my gosh, Seth. Why are you so I'm, against like the doctrine of just loving yourself? Well, that, that has yeah, absolutely like, nothing to do with every- the conversation we just had. Mm-hmm. Hey. I, I listen, disagree. you can't. <laughs> also, I would like to just because note that there was a question. There is a point during this interview, in which case I turned. I Chris, you gave the interview to me, but I had tried to ask a question earlier, and you had paused me, and you'd said, "Hey, I'm going to come to you in a second and you finished out your statement. So I started off my question by rehashing a little bit about what you talked to him about and when i started doing that i looked over in the bottom screen and there was omar just with his head slightly tilt smirking on the verge of laughing (laughs) because he was going to accuse me of asking the same question no no and i did not not even close i rehashed and then i asked my own all right all right patreon he said me a text message afterwards too and i had nothing to i didn't respond one because like i was interviewing wisdom and i was in the middle of the conversation but two is because i had nothing to do with you rehash rehashing or asking the same question it was that you were saying that like deconstruction is a process and this that and the other blah 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 and i'm just like i'm laughing because i'm like what do you know about deconstruction what have you deconstructed oh yeah that's right yeah that is the million dollar question. The issue. <laughs> that's that's what this Merc was. That's what it that's what it that's what I was, no, I was looking at is, Chris. I'm like this I'm so sorry for my coughing. This is my entire point. <laughs> I asked you a question. Oh, you did? What was the question? What have you deconstructed? What have I deconstructed? There are lots of things. The fact that I've been able to come out as a a homosexual in a Christian family is required a okay certain with level that, of deconstruction. I'm working on it. I don't think so. And I know Michelle this, said that, but I don't agree with her. No, I'm so happy to hear you listen to my episodes. I always so, listen to your episodes. I, 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 don't even I like know. mental. What's your thought? What I, my let, thought let, is this, is thought. that what I said in the podcast episode is what I mean here, is that deconstruction is like dominoes. Once one card falls or one domino falls the rest of them do the reason you see me hesitant is i'm i'm slowly deconstructing everything at the same time slowly so that they don't all just fall on me and i lose everything around me it's it's a process and i am going through it methodically don't judge what's everything around you your your mom (laughs) like what else what what are you gonna lose I don't even think like he'd lose what, his her, mom. Her, her, like, I, I don't. He, he, would, he wouldn't lose his mom. I don't think so either. But like, he definitely have an argument with her. This has nothing well, to do gonna with the episode we just had. Can we talk about the Nigerian <laughs> priest, please? <laughs> the, I never made the Nigerian prince joke either. Damn it! No, you didn't. But you can make it now. <laughs> it's, it's not as good now. He's not here. 
Yeah. And, and who knows if he'd even know what you're talking about. That may be, you know, something that they're not very aware of. You know, that's their second most form of uh, income. One's being a pastor. <laughs> selling okay, Jesus. So, <laughs> the second one is like selling like, your friends and need to sit, ship money out. I think I asked my question around that very, very poorly. Uh, but th- that's something I really wanted us to talk about was the fact that Christianity overtook Nigeria and really these people are just people with personality and charisma, you know, they become super, super rich and it's completely feeding off of people who are already poor, downtrodden and broken. Like sounds like I, America. I was going to say, it doesn't sound much different. I mean, you've got, I don't know. I feel like it's and all these more, yeah, but, but the, the average socioeconomic status is much higher in America than it sure. is in Nigeria. So yeah. it, the, the impacts I think are, are potentially greater on an individual basis. Right. Yeah. Financially, at least. That makes sense. I, I mean, I think the way he was explaining how Christianity came to his nation is the way Christianity came to many, many nations. Absolutely. Like, I mean, this this is a story of China. This is a story of India. This is the story of America. the Native Americans. <laughs> yeah. Like, Aren't I mean, we? this is this is how like every. I mean, I had to study the history of missions when I was working with YWAM. I mean, that's what, that's what this was. I mean, this is what, this is, this is how Christianity has been sent. Like, just come in and tell you how you don't look like a white person. So everything you do is wrong. So change. It really is problematic. Like when you think about it, like. Problematic. It is like how, and and I'm not even trying to push this off on Jesus. You lived hard. because how Jesus. could Jesus have ever known, you know, that this would have happened, you know, because Jesus was a real person. Uh, whether or not he's a deity, I I don't care. But like, you know, the idea that all that that a genocide occurred in the name of Christianity, like, is antithetical to what Christianity is supposed to be about. Like, it's so weird, you know? I like your Christ. I don't like your Christians. Well, sure. That's what Gandhi said. But like, whenever you look at what had to happen in order for Christianity to in like the fact that Omar is a Christian or was a Christian or whatever, the fact that I was a Christian, the fact that anybody in the United States is a Christian happened through, you know, on the back of people, being oppressed like my ancestors whether i'm talking about the native american ones or or even the ones that uh uh come from like the nordic areas like their religion was suppressed at some point by christianity you know because it took over and it was a political thing uh and just like wisdom said like if you wanted to trade and like have money or if you wanted to eat that day like you fucking had to be a christian and that's sick. It's gross. You're you know? too short to have Nordic ancestors. <laughs> Fake news. Uh, anyway. <laughs> All I mean but is, yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, I could go into that, but I'm not, it's boring. So no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, but I mean, like, point. It's, it's so gross. Like, just 150 years ago, whatever, like, wisdom's whole community had a different type of religion. Now, were they doing stuff that was like whack, like sacrificing virgins? Like what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Right. And like Christianity didn't necessarily take that out, 
but the enlightenment, the education that came along with it did, you know, but I liked what he had to say about that. I wish it had just been education and not religion, you know? Yeah, that was Catholic sacrifice virgins. It's just virgin boys. Ooh, too soon. (laughs) How different is this whole perspective on being your own individual God and having your own dominion <laughs> and really worshiping these, these, these figures. How I is can't that wait, any different I can't wait until Seth realizes that that's truth. <laughs> right. Until Seth like but no, like, figures but, it out. But it's just so like Joel Osteen like, like it's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about me. That's one of the biggest downfalls no. of Christianity no. right there. Look at the man. You, you, can tell by the fruit. you can tell by the fruit of Joel Osteen that that's not correct. Remember when the hurricane came through and he wouldn't let people crash in his church? Fuck that guy. That's not love. Like he, he's not, he's not trying to teach that you love people and love yourself. Like that, he's about prosperity he, he's and selling Jesus of Nazareth, just exactly. like uh, Wisdom was talking about. That's exactly. what he's doing. He's selling these messages that are in the Bible. That's exactly like, what he's doing. What, what these guys, what Wisdom was talking about, is not making a religion out of it at all. It is about finding your true self, looking inward, looking at like the the, the circular patterns that you that you mentioned earlier, like looking at those and being okay. Well, well that's this is me instead of me trying to be like, Oh Jesus, take away me and make me more like you. Like, so we can all assimilate to kind of like be, have the same personality. It's like, let's like, no, find yourself. And that's how you're going to be able to find happiness and embrace that. And that's the only thing that's going to find fulfillment in any of our lives. Right. Yeah. I really like his message and I think he's on the right track. I, the same with Kyle Butler. Um, I really like where those guys are going. And like Omar said earlier in the episode, it's like, dude, you're experiencing this right now while simultaneously Kyle Butler is experiencing this over here and you have similar ideas and similar stories. And it's like, is there a new sort of awakening happening where people are moving away from a traditional idea of Christianity and starting to say, you know what? fuck that noise about me not being worthy to be anything. Fuck that noise about me not being powerful without Christ. Like I am an awesome person and I don't need some religion to fill any sort of void in me because I can fill that myself. And I think that's such a powerful message. And like having heard those two people talk about that kind of stuff, like it's kind of helped me uh, figure out, where I'm at because whenever I deconstructed, I just fucking gave it all up and then said, who gives a shit? Right. And never really took it beyond that to like, think about what I was going to do. But I like what wisdom said. Don't read the book, read yourself. Like that's so fucking cool. You know, don't read the book, read yourself and figure out who you are and what you want and what you can offer. And And I thought that was so powerful. When you do that, Chris, you're gonna find Jesus. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's what no, I'm holding on to. I'm past that, you know. And not to sound arrogant, like oh, I know more than you. I'm an enlightened one or whatever. But like, I like like wisdom said. Once you start to open your eyes to those kind of things, you don't go back. Like you, you cannot go back because if you did, that would be a real regression. And I don't think that your logic and your brain could allow you to do that. I just. I, I do not think so. I think his answer to that question, when I asked him, you know, well, what are your influences in this area? Like, because it seems like, you know, I hear 
like, like you said, a Kyle Butler or some, somebody here in America talking about this. And I'm wondering if you guys are reading the same books, like where's this coming from? And right. like his answer to that question made it such a more powerful thing to me because he's just like, no, like this, I, like I didn't read in any book. And he's talked about the books that he had read to got, you know, in the whole grace gospel, he called it or whatever. And, but to just say like this part, I found on my own, but then you have somebody all the way across the world who's saying like almost the exact same thing from inside of themselves as well. And you're like, okay, well like, yeah, it's, it's eerie. It's, it's, it's not, it's very, um, I don't believe in coincidences either, you know, and this is something that Chris doesn't set up very many interviews and you know, he's like, I've got Nigerian priests. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to not, not call him a prince. Don't call him a prince. And then the, the whole time like, that, that never was a problem. I, I, but it's just crazy to think like, so like, I don't know, like I, I can't help but think that, you know, something in the universe or something trying to speak to me like i don't i don't care about anybody else i'm not trying to say hey this is everyone else needs to hear this i'm not saying seth you have to hear this and accept it i'm not saying i'm just saying like i needed this i needed this type of stuff in my life to help me care and keep going and know that i think there's something more i think it's connected i think it's divine i think there still is a god i think that my growing up in Christianity wasn't a waste. I think it was like very important, very pivotal and going to be used for the rest of my life. Like, I don't think it was a waste at all. And I think that's what the, even he meant, he mentioned that too, is like, it was a vehicle. I would never be where I'm at now if I didn't go through what I did then, like with with the Pentecostal movement, all the different, like desiring God, chasing after him, like seeking his face for hours, uh, you know, like fasting, like trying so hard to see like the dead raised like if i didn't go through that those motions then i i would still probably be just happy going to church and calling jesus savior never questioning anything outside of the box yeah and i think what you're calling you know not a coincidence or whatever like i think what wisdom would say is that is a consciousness that we are all connected that way and he actually had a really good teaching on that and we didn't really get into it very much uh which is why i definitely promote you going and following him on facebook and watching some of his stuff uh and certainly if you're interested check out his patreon where he's written articles about it um but and maybe he kind of avoided that because he wants to keep that you know behind a paywall or something i don't know but i you know i definitely asked him about it twice and he kind of like backed away from it i'm like damn like that Shit, was i'm gonna give him i'm gonna give him some money on his patreon just for the fortune teller part of the whole deal man <laughs> he's, he's never wrong dude i I'll got tell you what those fortune tellers really have it hard <laughs> <laughs> like miss cleo <laughs> all right well, Patreon, <laughs> love you. Thanks for supporting us. Uh, catch you in the Marco Polo. We love you. Love Later. you guys. Cool. <laughs>